You're listening to episode number three of the Keto Diet Podcast. Hey, I'm Leanne from healthfulpursuit.com, and this is the Keto Diet Podcast, where we're busting through the restrictive mentality of a traditional ketogenic diet to uncover the life you crave. What's keto? Keto is a low-carb, high-fat diet where we're switching from a sugar-burning state to becoming fat-burning machines. The keto diet has helped me with fertility, has ended my constant weight struggles, blood sugar regularities, imbalanced moods, and so, so much more. I want to share this magic with you using a realistic approach to this powerful diet. No restriction, new ways of looking at things, and positive support awaits. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, happy Sunday. So happy to have you here. Today's awesome thing, the awesome thing of the week is plume, lash, and brow enhancing serum. In fact, later on in today's episode, we chat about toxicity and how the products that we put on our body are directly related to our health. And so without even knowing that we were going to be talking about this today, I had planned on talking about plume because one of my girlfriends started up this company. It's fabulous. It's amazing. And I get compliments on my eyelashes all the time and how full and amazing they are and they're not extensions. Although I loved my lash extensions, I couldn't wash my eyes. And I don't know about you, but I really love washing my eyes. (laughs) So with Plume, I just put a little bit of their serum on my eyelashes before bed. It's 100% natural, zero side effects, other than making your eyelashes beautiful. You can also use it on your brow. I chatted with them. They put together a special coupon code for all listeners because we all love saving money. So you can go to plumescience.com and use the coupon code. If you're in the US or you're international, you can use the coupon code HEALTHFUL2016. That's all in caps, no spaces. Or for Canadian orders, you can use the coupon code HEALTHFULCDN. And that's also all in caps. So today we are covering the following items in today's episode. Nutrients to treat psychiatric problems, causes of imbalanced gut health, and inflammation and your immune system. So the show notes for today's episode can be found at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash E3. And let's hear from one of our awesome partners before we get started. The podcast is sponsored by Paleo Valley, 100% grass-fed beef sticks, my new favorite gut-friendly clean protein snack. There are tons of new snack options on the market today, but nothing quite like Paleo Valley's grass-fed beef sticks. They are made from 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, which is really rare. Contains all organic spices, are all free of dyes, and are also carb-free, GMO-free, gluten-free, dairy-free free, soy-free, and contain zero grams of sugar. But the big reason these beef sticks make me do the happy dance is that they're fermented. Yes, just like fermented vegetables. As a result, each beef stick contains 1 billion naturally occurring gut healing probiotics. They're super convenient, delicious, and great for your gut, so don't miss out. Exclusive to our listeners, Paleo Valley is providing 20% off all orders for a very limited time. You'll also be given first dibs on their brand new, insanely delicious garlic summer sausage and summer sausage flavors. 
just like healthy mini hickory smoked sausages. Get your fermented 100% grass-fed beef sticks for 20% off by going to paleovalley.com forward slash keto. Load up your cart and the discount will be automatically applied. Again, that's paleovalley.com forward slash keto. If you have an idea for a podcast episode or you want to submit praise over and above the review that you're going to or have left for the show, you can reach me at info at ketodietpodcast.com. And I'm actually going to read one of the reviews that I received this last week from Liz126. Love Leanne and her work. Restrictive keto just didn't feel right. And I love her approach of still having some carbs while remaining keto. It's all about balance and finding what's right for you. This has taught me to get off the crazy wing and measuring my food way of life and stop stressing so much. So much more freedom eating this way. Thank you for everything that you do thanks so much for leaving a review. And if you guys want to leave a review, all you have to do is go to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash review, and it will take you over to a page where you can enter in your review by clicking the reviews section there at the top and write a review. Usually the write a review button is in purple and you can give me five stars maybe if you want to and write a little something and that just helps more people find the show. Alternatively, you can search for the keto diet podcast on any of your podcast apps and you can leave a rating that way. So today we have an awesome guest on the show. Her name is Judy Tsefirer, and she's a holistic adult and child psychiatrist and psychoanalyst on the faculty of Harvard Medical School. In her private practice of holistic psychiatry in Newton, Massachusetts, a suburb of Boston, she uses a multimodal integrative approach to healing, which addresses body, mind, heart, and spirit. She has been trained as a GAPS practitioner by Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, as well as Dr. William Walsh in nutrient therapy. She is also a Reiki master, evolutionary astrologer, and painter. She has a blog called Adventures in Holistic Psychiatry at her website, www.judysafirmd.com. I loved chatting with Judy. We actually have been planning for this interview for quite some time. I really wanted her to come on the show and chat about nutrient deficiencies and how that can display in so many different ways. And we ended up chatting a bunch about the connection between our gut, our immune system, and how our mental stability is impacted by both of these things. So if you have a psychiatric condition or there's something going on in your brain that you're not really sure what's happening, today's show is going to be for you. And if you're super frustrated, with your gut and what's going on in your gut and maybe you're bloated all the time or you're having a lot of allergies or perhaps you have an autoimmune condition that you just can't figure out. We chat all about these things and more. Many of you submitted your questions in my private Facebook group, which you gain access to when you purchase any of my keto products. And I asked you guys, you came up with a bunch of questions to do with gut health and mental health. So we went through all of that today with Judy. 
the highlight for me. And I hope you experience it too, is that Judy is a very, very calm, collected, amazing being. And after our interview, I was so calm and inspired and motivated. And so I hope that you feel that energy from her as well. And we gave a lot of tips and tools, which I will include in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get right down to it. Hey, Judy, how are you doing? Really good. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, you bet. So for those of you listening, there's probably a lot of people who aren't familiar with your awesome work. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? So I'm a holistic psychiatrist. I'm trained to see both adults and children. I'm also a psychoanalyst. And I have a private practice in Newton Center, which is a suburb of Boston. And people come to see me because they would like something different than the conventional approach to treating depression and anxiety. A lot of people come to see me who would like to get off of medications. And I have training in using nutritional approaches, which support the immune system and use of supplements. So those are the kinds of things that I do in my practice that help people to feel better in addition to talk therapy mm. and spiritual approaches. And before our um, before we started recording, you were telling me about the training that you had regarding nutrients and using nutrients to treat uh, psychiatric problems. I'd love to talk a little bit more about that and that whole concept. Yes, well, uh, there's a biochemist in Chicago named Dr. William Walsh, and I learned about his work a few years ago and did a training with him. And he's been, since, I mean, he's a man in his 70s, and since the 1960s, he's been testing thousands of patients, studying their blood work and urinalysis, and has determined that there are a few imbalances in the blood that, or urine that, if corrected with nutrients, can really help people with depression and anxiety and other psychiatric symptoms. And so you do this laboratory studies and then prescribe a specific protocol that can treat a person who has, for instance, elevated copper, which is very associated with anxiety or over or under methylation, which is also ex associated with anxiety and depression, or pyroluria, which is associated with social anxiety and depression. So there's um, many psychiatric conditions that actually have a biochemical profile that can be corrected with nutrients. And it's different than just like talking with someone and hearing mm -hmm. that they're depressed because you're actually measuring something and treating it with supplements. Yeah, definitely. Instead of the prescriptions, which can cause a whole slew of, of issues and imbalances in and of themselves when you treat them that way. Is that correct? Side effects yeah. and also um, very, it damages the immune system to take prescription drugs. So the supplements do not have the kind, same kind of effect as pharmaceuticals. And in this protocol, um, you mentioned testing, some lab testing. Is it a blood, urine, saliva? What kind of testing are you looking at? Well, it's just, it's not like extensive testing. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's really 
pretty targeted and limited. And it's some blood testing, like testing copper in the blood and histamine levels and zinc and a few other things. And then in the urine testing, something called pyroles. And uh, then you can determine if a person has one of these imbalances that can be treated that is contributing to them feeling anxious or depressed. And I see that so much in my own practice. And I know in our community that's listening right now, there's a lot of concerns over constipation, inflammation, food sensitivities, candida, and in and all of all of those symptoms that we see. Generally, people are also experiencing anxiety, depression. So is it fair to say within this protocol that you followed and and studied so um, diligently, can those issues in the matter of physical symptoms like constipation, inflammation, display or be affected by or cause anxiety and depression? Yeah, I think that those gut symptoms are correlated with all of the different psychiatric conditions. There's some very wonderful work by a Russian neurologist named Natasha Campbell McBride, and I also trained with her. She created something called the gap sealing protocol. And now in my practice, I don't follow the protocol in the way that I learned it from her. I have modified it somewhat. But her work is all about the relationship between the gut and the brain. And the protocol that she recommends is designed to heal and seal the lining of the gut and to rebalance the microflora in the Mm -hmm. gut because the balance of the microflora is what determines the health of the gut and determines whether or not the gut lining is sealed. And when it's leaky, then there can be inflammation caused in the body and in the brain. And that does correlate and I think it's probably fair to say cause a lot of different psychiatric symptoms. Mm. And with the flora, I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking, oh, you know, I eat pretty well, like I X, Y, Z, this is what I do. What sort of things can affect that flora? And oh, there's many things that can affect it. I mean, a diet that is high, I mean, diet is pretty central and diet is foundational to what I do in my practice in terms of helping people feel better. I mean, most conventional doctors, they simply act like diet is a sort of last resort rather than as a cornerstone of healing. And it's my conviction and experience that it's actually one of the most important things in terms of feeling well. So let's see, what did you ask me? What was the question? Yeah. How can flora be affected either, you know, negatively, I guess. Yes. Okay. So by, by diet, it can be affected. So if you have a diet that's high in refined carbohydrates or in foods, processed foods that have a lot of chemicals um, and synthetic ingredients that the gut flora doesn't like that. Uh, Antibiotic treatment can affect the gut flora. Hormones can affect the gut flora, like the birth control pill, like so many young women, so many women are taking the pill and it's really not good for the gut flora, has all kinds of really damaging effects upon the immunity. So then there's other things that affect the gut flora are all the pesticides and toxins in our environment. So, uh, for instance, 
there's something, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, it's called the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. Yes, so important. Yeah, there's the Environmental Working Group, and they've designated, you know, there's 15 fruits and vegetables that if you avoid them, you reduce your pesticide exposure by, I don't know what the number is, something like 90%. You know, it's like a very high number. If you eat those things organically, and like at the top of the list are like apples and stone fruit and spinach and celery and potatoes are on there, but it's it's like there's certain things that it doesn't matter that much if you buy them organic or not, like avocados or bananas. It's six of one, half a dozen of the other. It mm-hmm. doesn't make that much of a difference. So paying you know close attention to your toxic load, and that includes like personal care products. That's something I always talk about with my patients is, you know, are you being really careful about what you're putting on your skin or what you're using for shampoo? Because If you put it on your skin, you might as well put it on your tongue because it's absorbed in exactly the same way. And other things that affect your immune, your gut flora is stress. So, you know, like a person who is in a constant state of fight or flight, that is very deleterious to the gut flora. And, you know, that can really be helped by mind-body practices like yoga and meditation. Other things that affect the gut flora is like a too sterile environment like we need to be exposed to animals and to dirt as kids dirt exactly (laughs) exactly 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 yeah just getting all in there totally yeah and so but prescription medications is is a big one that really hurts the gut flora all kinds of chemicals do yeah and i mean that birth control pill (laughs) yeah Oh, it's taken me almost 10 years to recover from taking birth control. And it wasn't even that for that short of a period. So I can't even imagine women on it 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. And it's prescribed just so, so as though there's no consequence to it, like just prescribed to help somebody regulate their Mm -hmm. period or because they have heavy periods or because they have acne, you know, rather than, you know, telling somebody to change their diet and their acne will clear up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I know that for my, my acne, it's totally inflammation. And it's not even, yes. you know, my diet is pretty good. And that helps a lot. But when I'm stressed, it causes inflammation, and I get acne, like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles for me. Um, right. And so many others. And definitely, I've gone to doctors, especially, you know, over the last couple of years, not being on birth control, and they prescribe birth control for my acne. And I'm like, no, it's stress. Like, I don't need, I don't need that. Vital Proteins is a partner of the Keto Diet Podcast, and we all know how much I'm obsessed with them. Why? Because their beef gelatin and collagen peptides are so versatile, encourage healing, and are very easy to incorporate. If you have digestive imbalances, are wanting to grow strong hair or nails, or are looking for a health-promoting protein powder, look no further than Vital Proteins. Their beef gelatin is great added to soups, stews, and casseroles, and their collagen peptides can be used just like you would use protein powder. Now that the weather is changing, I like to add a couple of scoops of gelatin to my casseroles, stews, and my personal favorite beef stroganoff. Receive 10% off plus free shipping in the U.S. when you use the code VPHP10 at checkout at vitalproteins.com. So for, for those wondering, 
you know, flora, whoop de doo why is that important to us? I don't really care if my flora is good or bad. We touched on a little bit of the impacts that a low flora, imbalanced flora can have on our mental stability, our digestion. For those curious or worried about food sensitivities, I would imagine that you know, imbalanced flora could also cause food sensitivities. What are the sort of symptoms, I guess, that are helped, you know, with the GAPS diet protocol? It sounds like your flora will be balanced out by eating this way. And in turn, I'm assuming will help the treatment of inflammatory bowel disease, leaky gut syndrome, all of those things. Is that right? I mean, that eating that way will help all kinds of just so many different autoimmune conditions, Mm -hmm. as well as psychiatric and neurologic conditions. It's all, I mean, your whole health is predicated upon the health of your gut, because that's where your immune health, that's how your immune status is determined by your gut health. And then, of course, your digestive symptoms are, you know, intimately related to the the balance of the microflora Mm -hmm. in your gut. So if somebody has, let's say, we, we spoke about this before we were, we were recording, um, a lot of listeners are following a ketogenic diet, um, which is naturally, usually grain-free, especially if you're following my protocol, there's no grains or dairy in that situation, and they're experiencing constipation, what are some steps that one could do to look at that as a whole holistic approach? Well, you know, I guess, you know, if somebody's following a ketogenic diet, they are not having a diet that is low in fat, typically, because fat can be a good treatment for constipation, you know, like increasing the fat in your diet. I mean, Dr. Natasha recommends coffee enemas, you know, as a treatment for constipation. Mm-hmm. I like to use magnesium preparations for constipation. I mean, I think constipation really makes people feel lousy. Mm-hmm. And... um there's a supplement that I recommend to my patients. It's called MAG-07. It's magnesium oxide. And people have to experiment with it to see what's like the right dosage for them that will help them have a bowel movement. And the same with Natural Calm, which is uh, magnesium citrate. It's a powder that's put in water. I mean, I like those magnesium products. They're not, they're not toxic. And... Uh, they're usually very effective and well tolerated. And I really recommend to people that they don't allow themselves to be constipated, that they take magnesium products on a regular basis if they are suffering from that. I mean, many, you know, conventional doctors will say, oh, take fiber. Well, some people, their mm-hmm. constipation is actually made worse with fiber. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of conventional wisdom that I think is true, like, you know, hydration, like exercise. I think that's all true in terms of um, treating constipation. And then, you know, a, a probiotic, you know, that agrees with you because everybody is different. Everybody's gut flora is different. And a probiotic that is, you know, useful and makes you feel well and helpful might make another person feel really sick. Mm. So you have to experiment and see what works for you. But that's also something that's helpful for constipation. I mean, in addition, you know, to just having a really nutrient dense diet, just so that you're healing the the cells that line the wall of the gut. 
And it's, it's quite amazing how much magnesium some people have to take. Like I, yeah. I find, you know, a lot of people say, well, I had a magnesium supplement before bed and it didn't help at all. It's like, you may want to have a lot more than just one. Right, right, right. That they'll have to really figure out themselves what mm-hmm. is the appropriate dosage. Yeah. And um, you mentioned healing the gut um, specifically with those steps. I know uh, I've heard a lot of people say, okay, well, I've been doing this for like a month and my gut feels the same. Um, How long in your practice, you know, working with somebody holistically, how long can it take to heal the gut? I'm it's really so individual, but a month is like no time at all. Mm. And, you know, you mentioned earlier food sensitivities and that is a really important piece. That's one of the ways that my own practice has evolved since my training with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, because in the gap sealing protocol, there are certain foods that are permitted, and they're very healthy foods if you don't have a sensitivity to them. But many people do have sensitivities to, for instance, egg whites, or nuts and seeds, or dairy. And so If a person is having a lot of digestive issues or like a lot of psychiatric symptoms like that seem like gut related, like brain fog, I recommend that they do an elimination diet. I particularly like the paleo autoimmune protocol so that a person can determine what are the foods that they're reacting to and avoid them and also not restrict their diet unnecessarily just to know what it is that is triggering you because wow for some people you know they think that they have like a sleep disorder they think they have like chronic insomnia but when they stop eating egg whites they're able to sleep but they haven't figured out that it's the foods that are causing their symptoms yeah, totally. And that can be a frustrating place to be in because you're taking medication to make it get better and it's not getting better and it, you don't even think to look at the food and it could be as, you know, it could be nuts and you think, oh, I mean, I had a handful of nuts. How can that possibly right. affect my Right. Sleep? And, you know, nuts could be a very healthy food for some person, mm-hmm. but for other people, you know, it's it's making their immune system really go on to overdrive and you know, stimulating the fight and flight response and they're all jacked up on cortisol and they they can't sleep. Yeah. They feel anxious. Totally. And you mentioned the psychiatric symptoms of gut imbalance. What are some signs and symptoms that people can look for that may point to a gut imbalance? Psychiatric symptoms? Yes. Oh, it can be anything really. You know, it could be depression. It could be anxiety. I mean, Dr. Natasha, I mean, many Children who have autism have gut symptoms. People who have attentional problems have gut, you know, gut issues. You know, like the gut is the seed of all of it, really. I would say that I can't think of a psychiatric symptom that there is that isn't in some kind of way related to the gut. Mm -hmm. And so let's say that one is experiencing a psychiatric symptom. What would be the first step for them to maybe perhaps look at their gut? Like, would it be inflammation? Where would they start? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing to do, you know, it really depends on a person's motivation. Because, 
and it depends sort of where they're coming from. Like sometimes people come to me and they're already doing everything that I know how to do. And it's kind of hard to think of something new to suggest. And there's other people who come who are eating a standard American diet and drinking a lot of wine at night. And that's sort of a no brainer, you know, like first off, you know, let's get rid of the gluten and dairy and sugar and alcohol, you know, like that and a, and a whole foods diet. I mean that, and you know, so avoiding, avoiding the chemicals, you know, in, in foods in processed foods. So that's the place that I would start and decreasing the refined carbohydrates, you know, mm-hmm. is also a very good place to start. I mean, Dr. Natasha's protocol and also the paleo autoimmune protocol, they're grain free, which, you know, for some people represents like a huge, huge shift in the way that they're eating because, you know, the majority of their diet is, uh, you know, bread and pasta. Yeah, I I can't even remember what it's like to have bread and pasta. Like I, there's no room for it. And I know when I was switching over many, many years ago, it can be really, really overwhelming for people. Uh, the benefit to this community is that I would say probably 90% of everyone listening right now is eating ketogenic, more of a whole food based approach. So for them, if they're having these gut symptoms or these psychiatric symptoms that they believe are linked to gut health, I think what you've already mentioned is like looking at the dirty dozen clean 15, because in fact, a lot of keto foods are on the dirty dozen. (laughs) So Uh you're eating these Uh foods that aren't organic, maybe you're not even washing your produce. So you're just taking in all the toxins. And you already mentioned makeup and body care, uh, beauty counter. Have you heard of beauty counter? I've heard that they're a really good source for natural. No, I haven't heard of that. That's good to know about. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I haven't checked it out personally. I make almost all my own stuff. Oh, wow. Um, just cause it's, I find it's way easier and I use Dr. Bronner's Castile soap as the base for almost everything mm-hmm. that I make like deodorant and body wash and face wash. Wow. So if those listening are thinking, you know, like I eat keto, what more can I do? Dirty dozen clean 15 might be good. Uh, the toxicity of the things that you put on your body. I love the analogy that you mentioned about if you're putting it on your skin, you may as well put it on your tongue. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> you know, but also the stuff about the pharmaceuticals yes. and the birth control pills. And, you know, like the gut flora, like I feel like everybody has like a piece of the elephant, you know, like it's, it is the gut flora, but I think there's also a huge, I think Dr. Walsh is really onto something with these different metabolic kind of biochemical imbalances. I mean, some people have methylation disorders, like they're born with a genetic propensity to be under-methylated or to be over-methylated. And methylation is just key to all these different biochemical synthesis processes in the body of neurotransmitters. Mm -hmm. And if you don't correct that methylation problem, you know, they can have like really a perfect diet and be doing everything for their gut and they're still feeling lousy. Same for like copper overload or pyroluria. You know, there's, it's not just one thing. Like I think the gut is super important and super foundational, but 
I think that these biochemical imbalances that are related to depression and anxiety are also like a really big deal, as is like a person's emotional life. You know, like if a person has had a lot of adverse events in childhood and has, you know, developmental trauma, this really dysregulates the immune system and as an adult. And so like if you can get into some kind of psychotherapy to deal with emotional issues or to get into some of these body-based trauma therapies, that can be very, very helpful to your overall health and well-being. In addition to the way a person feels about their spiritual life, if you feel like you're just alone in the universe and everything is kind of random and you're living with a lot of feelings of disconnection and fear, you're not going to be feeling well. And so it's important to develop a spiritual life and to have a community and to take care of yourself and be mindful in that realm as well. It's, it's, there's so many pieces to it. You can't just focus on the gut health or on the supplements. Mm-hmm. There's many ways to think about supporting ourselves to be you know, optimally vibrant and healthy. Mm-hmm. So the, if somebody has, you know, tried everything and feeling hopeless, uh, where can they go to get support with the biochemical imbalance and support? Like, where well, they go Dr. Walsh, maybe you can put this in, I don't know if you have like show notes, but Dr. Walsh has a website that's called the Walsh Research Institute. And there's a page on that website that's called Clinical Resources and it's listed by geographical area. So you can look in your area and see if there's a practitioner there who knows about his approach. Brilliant. And yeah, that's, and, that's, that's what to do. And then I, you know, I, I write about all of these things on my website. I have a blog and I've written a lot about, you know, the different conditions that I've learned about from Dr. Walsh to treat like the methylation problems or the copper metabolism problems. So it's it's really something to explore because I think it's very underrecognized and can be so helpful. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to more of the trauma support interwoven with a spiritual practice of some sort, I know we were chatting about this before, but yoga, meditation, personally, I started meditating like every day I committed to doing it every day three months ago and I am so much more calmer and I, I'm starting to notice there's gaps before I freak out at something or react in a way that doesn't feel authentic to me. So even that in and of itself. Has it's been, huge. Yeah. It's huge. It is really huge. It has a very profound impact. Mm-hmm. And if, if those listening are really overwhelmed at the fact that, you know, the potential of going to a classroom and doing this or going to a yoga class when you've never been there we're actually partnered up with daily yoga app so if you go to dailyyoga.com forward slash keto you can check out their app for free for seven days if you use the coupon code keto all lowercase and that gives you meditation classes yoga classes free for seven days you just download the app put in the coupon code and it's really nice i've started doing a morning practice every morning after my meditation and really we're talking maybe 20 minutes and those 20 minutes can make a huge huge difference in my day that's 20 minutes less stress (laughs) 
that I'm going through. Uh, what do you what do you say to clients? Like there's a lot of facets and we're talking about a lot of different things. I'm sure that there's an area of overwhelm for a lot of people of what do you mean I have to change all these things and I have to do that? How do you overcome objections for change? Well, I think everybody sort of has to take it at their own pace and maybe try not to do everything at once, you know, sort of depending where a person is. And, you know, like, I think if you try to do everything at once, and then you're going to fail, and then you're just going to be more Mm self-critical. So to take baby steps, and to acknowledge that you've made small changes, and just to keep adding kind of new habits and changes that move you in a direction of improved health and well-being Mm -hmm. but not to try to change everything all at one time yeah that would be very overwhelming (laughs) I think if anyone tried to do that for sure and then it's just that all or nothing mentality I'm sure can work against you I mean in anything if you think okay well now I'm going to do this gut healing protocol I'm going to remove everything I'm going to do everything that can only last for so long it gets really overwhelming in that state I'm sure I mean, one thing I want to mention that we haven't really touched upon is that many people I see are drinking a lot of wine or just having quite a bit of alcohol at night, you know, like, oh, I'm just having a glass or two. Well, how big is the glass, you know, and Mm. they just feel incredibly better when they stop doing that. And it's like, it's really a no brainer, but for many people, the alcohol really does not help matters. Mm. And it's very hard. Uh, I know I'm surrounded by that all the time. And um, it's, it's interesting to watch people get very anxious at the potential of not having alcohol with dinner. Yeah, it's almost like they just they can't do it. They don't think they're fun enough or interesting Mm -hmm. enough unless they have it. So it's like interwoven with their identity even. Yeah. 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 Gets really and just de- deals with their social anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting that that condition pyroluria that I mentioned mm-hmm. is very associated with social anxiety. And that's like, they actually have low zinc and uh, low B6. And, you know, they might feel a lot less anxious and in need of the alcohol if they corrected that. But I mean, you know, I mean, it doesn't really change in terms of what you just said, but, you know, they could have like a little bit of wine with a whole lot of club soda or spritzer, you know, like seltzer water, you know, like to have something, you know? Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Totally. Just to have that taste, have something special. And it's like maybe a couple tablespoons of wine as opposed to a ginormous glass. Or maybe have some kombucha or something. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of water kefir. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's bubbly and it's good. And exactly, it's from, exactly. Yeah, it's and fermented. it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How cool is your practice, though? The fact that you get to look at so many facets, not just what the person is experiencing in a, you know, speaking one-on-one type of place, but you really get to see the underbelly of what could be happening based on their nutritional imbalances. It's really fun, you know, when somebody comes and is feeling really lousy and then you work together and... It's it's like so amazing when they do what you recommend and they feel so much better. Mm. It's a pretty big fun thing. 
Totally. And very rewarding to see that change mm-hmm. in your clients, I'm sure. And when it comes to autoimmunity, we haven't really touched on that one yet. And I know that that plays somewhat of a role in all of this. What are some steps based on the protocols that you've studied that one can do if they have an autoimmune condition? Well, I mean, the first thing that I would do would be an elimination diet, you know, to do something like the paleo autoimmune protocol and try and identify if there's something that they are eating that is causing their uh, symptoms. You know, like there are people who have a terrible sensitivity to tomato and tomato is like an everything. And if they even get the slightest little bit of tomato concentrate, they have a horrible flare of their immune condition, autoimmune condition. So I think the first thing to do is to sort out if there's some kind of trigger, you know, and then the rest of it is all of those things that we talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, that has to do with, you know, reducing their toxic load and being very careful with the personal care products and their stress level and all the all the same things that we just talked about. You know, there if there's, you know, hangover from trauma in childhood, if they don't have any spiritual practice, you know, like all of those things, that's all that's this is all about the immune system, the whole thing that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. The gut flora is the immune system. The gut is the immune system. Mm-hmm. And um, I would imagine that with a benefit on the gut, it also benefits the immune system. Now, there's been talk about serotonin and gut health. Are you familiar with any of that in regards to a boost in serotonin when your gut is healthy and balanced? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots and lots of, I mean, the gut has been referred to as like the second brain. There's tons and tons of like trans, like receptors and the gut produces all kinds of neurotransmitters so yeah there's a big I mean serotonin is one of the neurotransmitters that is related to a person having a feeling of well-being and so you know if you heal your gut your serotonin will be increased The Keto Diet Podcast is sponsored by Daily Yoga, an app that delivers 50 high-definition online yoga classes so that you can namaste in the comfort of your own home, in a hotel room, or anywhere really, with the option of professionally scheduled programs to reach your goals, whether they be overcoming insomnia, changing body composition, or calming anxiety, the multilingual classes, as well as various meditation courses distinguish Daily Yoga in the app space. After your workout, you're presented with stats of your workout, time worked, intensity, calorie burn, and so much more. Download the app by going to dailyyoga.com forward slash keto, access through the show notes, or type it in manually to your browser, and use the coupon code KETO, all in lowercase, no spaces, to unlock all of the programs and courses at once for free for seven days. Again, that's dailyyoga.com forward slash keto, and use the coupon code KETO, all lowercase, no spaces, to unlock all of the programs. What are some of the, you know, we spoke a little bit about spiritual practices and really uh, connecting to their universe and the universe in general. 
when you're working with clients in, in addition to yoga and meditation, are there other steps that you walk your clients through on how to create that for themselves? Yeah, there are, you know, like, I mean, one thing that there's just a lot of research supporting is a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. And like they've done studies where like if a person at the end of the day takes the time to write down five things that they feel grateful for, that after, you know, a month or two, the person who's been doing that is measurably happier than a person who hasn't been doing that. And it doesn't have to be big things. It can be, I just feel grateful for the warm shower that I had or, you know, that I love the way that, you know, my son smiled at me or just small things to notice and to take in. And one thing that I've talked about with my patients is it's it's analogous to gratitude, but it's not quite the same thing. It's like receiving. Like, so like if somebody says something to you like, wow, Leanne, that's like really, it's such a great public service that you're doing with your podcast that you don't just like let it just slip by you, that you mm -hmm. really like hear it and take it in and and sit with it. Like you don't let it go, you know, like you, you really notice it. So, you know, so when you have like a compliment or when you have some kind of blessing that happens to you, that you notice it, that you really notice it, you know, rather than just letting it go by without really giving it the attention that you could. Mm. I mean, those are the gratitude and the receiving are a couple of things. I know that um, the gratitude thing is something I just started because uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, challenging at first but I started doing it in my meditations like I have theme meditations for a week and I focus on one this week is gratitude and at the end of the day it's really interesting to not only feel that gratitude but like let it in also like really feel how how gra gracious you are for that moment and kind of let it wash over you and I find that's really helpful even when people say positive things it's so easy to say, well, you know, if somebody comments, oh, you look so pretty, immediate reaction is, well, no, I'm not, or my legs look bad, or you right. you don't right. actually take it in, you rebuttal with a negative thought of yourself. So right. that in right. and of itself of just like taking it in and, and saying thank you can be right. a really, really powerful practice, but also very challenging. And you just notice how often you don't take a compliment, right. which is sad. Right. I mean, another thing is, and this is sort of analogous, but to, um, like, to, like, people can get into a mind state that they're really focusing on everything that's not right, you know, everything that's lacking, everything that they don't like about, you know, everything that they wish were different, rather than, like, noticing all the things that are pretty good, you know, that you do feel happy about. And I think that there really is a kind of discipline that one can bring to just trying to be mindful about that, because all of these are sort of habits of mind. And when we're focusing on all the things that are bumming us out, we feel bummed out, mm -hmm. you know, rather than, and I don't mean to be like a Pollyanna and to deny, but I think there is a way of 
putting our attention on the things that are working. I remember there was this, there's a, a Buddhist monk, he's very old now, someone who I like, named Thich Nhat Hanh. I remember listening to him giving a lecture about the non-toothache. You know, like just being grateful that you don't have a toothache. When you have a toothache, that takes up like all of your psychic energy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But the non-toothache, you know, like that is so good. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, that could be on your, you know, if you're having a hard time coming up with gratitude things. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. I'm really happy that I'm not constipated. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Whatever. Like, that's Didn't miserable have... to feel constipated. <laughs> exactly. That's fabulous. I really like that because it can be hard too when you're first getting started to feel happy about things. And also there's, there's this societal thing where it's almost you feel guilty when you're happy about your life, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that in and of itself is a huge thing. <laughs> right. And I think women in particular, like there's a way in which I think we're conditioned to sort of complain to each other and to talk with each other about like what's not working in our lives or what we're unhappy about rather than like feeling comfortable saying like the things that are good and that, we feel proud about and like that that's somehow bragging and boasting and you know maybe he's going to make the other person feel envious or bad mm -hmm. but it's 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 really it shouldn't be like that you know I think that it would be good for everyone if we could uh, shift the conversation to a higher vibration and being more positive and there are definitely people out there like that I went through um a calling of my friend bucket <laughs> and mm -hmm. got rid of the ones that were just like, I, I can't have you in my life if you're always negative and always complaining about like, I just, I can't do it anymore. I've tried to make it positive. I've had this conversation with you. And it's really interesting when you shift a friendship from that. I, I totally understand what you're saying of that back and forth. And then he did this and she did that. And how dare they? And my life is horrible um, to saying, you know what? Every time we get together, it's always negative. What's right. going on in your life? That's really great right now. And yeah. some people are very receptive to that and other people just can't do it. But there are people out there to, to support you in your life of, of loving life and being happy. Right. And, and I think that, you know, something that you're saying to me is really important about, you know, really being conscious about who you mm -hmm. are friends with and who you spend a lot of time with, because it really does affect us who we are around and what their vibration is like and how it impacts us. You know, it's very important to really not spend time with people who leave you feeling drained and depleted and upset. It's, it's really very bad for your immune system. Mm -hmm. And uh, similarly, like to not expose yourself to lots of toxic television or media, you know, just to be really mindful about creating beauty and order and harmony around yourself. And that will make you feel so much better mm -hmm. than being indiscriminate and just allowing yourself to be exposed to all the toxic things that are very readily available to us. Oh yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. I mean, when I, 
also inspired. Like that's a big thing for me is if I'm going to watch a TV show or something, I usually go for children's movies because they make me feel really inspired and happy. And it goes for everything. Like you mentioned, social media, podcasts, YouTube videos, anything that you're taking in, whether anything really um, has an impact. Ultimately, I would love that ultimately on your immune system and your gut and your everything. (laughs) So right. Right. So there's so many things to keep in mind in terms of, you know, protecting ourselves Mm -hmm. and nourishing ourselves, you know, on so many levels. Yeah, it's definitely a complex item. That's for sure. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners that you feel like we didn't cover that you want to share? There is spiritual help available to us and that we're much more likely to avail ourselves of it if we ask for help Mm -hmm. and that can be in whatever form you know that you like but uh really consciously it's it's related to what we were talking about before both consciously to ask for help and guidance you know like i don't know you know like what i don't know what i should be doing like show me the way you know like to really ask for help And also to give thanks all the time. You know, there are so many blessings, I think, to cultivate a consciousness of all of the blessings just does so much for, you know, having a life that feels blessed. Totally. And even if you're not religious, I'm sure it's something that you could do regardless of religion or belief system. In your own way. In your own way. Totally. But I think there is a lot of help available that we can tune into. Yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. And where can people go to find more about you, Judy? Uh, come to my website. It's my name, judytsafrirmd.com. And uh, I'd be very happy to have people subscribe to my blog. Some of the posts that I've written are like really like forums where people really talk to each other more than they're talking to me. Uh, some posts about methylation or about histamine intolerance and gaps and there, there's some posts that there's a, a really big comment section where people are talking with each other uh, uh, some things about bioidentical hormones there's one post like that it's it's there's a lot of information there and a lot of opportunity to converse with others that I think is valuable community mm-hmm. which is good for your immune systems so you have it all yeah, absolutely <laughs> that'll include the link to your website in the show notes if anyone's wondering which you can find at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash e3 and thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Judy. I enjoyed it I enjoyed it thank you so much thank you And that does it for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Thanks for listening in. You can follow me on Instagram by searching Healthful Pursuit, where you'll find daily keto eats and other fun things. And check out all of my keto supportive programs, bundles, guides, and other cool things over at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash shop. And I'll see you next Sunday. Bye.